All right. Second episode. joining me again if you're here for the second time. This is my second podcast ever. I saw the other day that my first episode was posted on Apple Podcasts. That was pretty exciting for me. Um, you know, I, I'm doing it, guys. If you're out there, guys and gals, I don't know. You're probably not. It's okay. This, if anything, is just like an audio diary that I'm forcing other people to scroll past. It's okay. You know, I, I said this in the first episode. I'm in a I'm in a shitty second bedroom that echoes and I've got um, the crates that held up uh, someone else's TV in the, the shipping box that it came in um, for audio panels. And I have one microphone on a folding table. So yeah, it's not the greatest podcast, but it's it's all the best I can do for now, right? right? Thanks for joining me if you're here again. This is Black is Slimming. This is my weekly podcast where I explore the ideas of weight loss and body positivity, mostly my own because I don't have any guests right now. So hopefully that's going to change. I'm going to reach out to a few people that I know that might be interested in uh, either just sharing a soundbite or uh, coming to talk to me personally about their stories or hopefully some people send in emails that I can uh, read on the show um, about their issues and we can explore those in detail. Um, A lot of my own research involves going on Pinterest, Google for women, well Google for me, and I typed in body positivity and, you know, everything that they, that people have put in that maybe even mildly represents body positivity comes up. Uh, the first one that comes up, another woman's beauty is not the absence of your own. Easier said than done. Am I right? There are so many things out there right now for us to compare ourselves to and to differentiate ourselves from other women. You know, you can't go anywhere or see anything that doesn't suggest that real women have curves. Real women read books. Real women shoot guns. Real women date country boys. Real women date city boys. Real women garden. Whatever. You can insert anything there. The point is, we are flooded with the idea that we need to compare ourselves to other women and distinguish ourselves as more genuine than another type. The one that comes to mind most readily is the real women have curves mentality, which rises up from and does have a significant history in our our commercializing of very thin women or retouching photos of women um, 
so that they do look extremely thin, um, so that we do compare ourselves to them. And it does have a significant role to play in reminding people that uh, there are other body types out there. However, there are stick-thin women too. And I don't like the idea of subjecting a, a person who looks different than you or has a different hobby than you to the concept that they're not real or they're not an authentic person or an authentic type of person because they don't do the things that you do. So do I reject the first thing that pops up on Pinterest for body positivity? Yeah, I kind of do. The next thing though says exercise is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. And I do have opinions on that too, surprisingly. This might be the point in a regular podcast where we would advertise something. You know, a lot of people out there that have podcasts have advertisers. I do not. But I would like some. Please let me make my new hobby into something rewarding that I can that I can use to pay my bills. All right, back to what I was saying. Uh, exercise is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. You know, a few years ago, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but a few years ago, I actually lost a significant amount of weight, around 70 pounds. And my boyfriend at the time and currently uh, did as well. We were in college and we lost a lot of weight through diet and exercise, but what you have to know about us is that we're both people who've been chubby or had weight issues our whole lives. You know, we were chubby babies, we were chubby children, we were chubby in high school despite many efforts made to uh, stay athletic. Um, and we were chubby when we met. We were overweight, actually, when we met. We were obese, some might even say. And we got to the point where we just weren't comfortable and we had to do something, and we did. And we started going to a gym and we started running at night. And uh, I went home for the summer and continued to exercise. But we weren't doing it the most proper way. And I kind of think, and maybe somebody can provide me with the science on this, but it seems like if you've been overweight your whole life, it's so much harder to put off that weight. It's almost like you can't eat a regular meal without either not losing weight at all or even gaining weight. And so what we were reduced to were, you know, splitting a breakfast burrito in half for breakfast, going to the gym, running out in the middle of running around at the park in the middle of the day, uh, eating a granola bar for lunch, uh, going to the gym at night, eating, I don't know, nothing or a smoothie, just barely any food, just enough to sustain an awakened state. Here's a bit of a confession, actually. Um, I, I recorded an entire episode, uh, deleted it, and I'm re-recording it, and it, as I'm going through this story a second time, I'm remembering that I, uh, wow, I, I started taking uh, laxatives 
that summer to help stay really thin. Um, I forgot about that. But um, the point is that, that doing that provokes a really bad self-image of yourself. And so what happened was it just became too much for us. We, we should have been happy, but we weren't, right? And, um, and so we gained all the way back. In fact, we've gained more than all the way back. We are far beyond what we were when we started out in college. job and you know being out already you know and having to plan for the next day for me at least if I don't have that out, out outer world pushing me to go do something it's like I I just can't and um, I'm in this like crippled state of, of fear you know fear of going to the gym uh, because of how I look and feel. Fear of how I'm gonna feel and, and the acknowledgement of being extremely out of shape right now whenever I do go back to the gym finally. Um, fear of eating too much and, uh, and feeling crappy. However, that has not stopped me from binge eating in the past because that's an overwhelming emotion as well. Uh, fear of going out in social situations because you feel like people are judging you for how you look, fear of putting on a new outfit because you're not sure if it's going to fit. And at some point, your life just becomes crippled by fear. And it's time to stop being afraid. Consequently, this does not mean that I'm going to end up at the gym tonight. I, I firmly believe that the first step to me being a better version of myself is to be happy with what I've got. And if that means that at the weight I am, I, I don't lose weight, I just appreciate the body that I have, then so be it. And maybe I'll appreciate it enough one day that I'll, I'll end up at the gym. A final image that appears on Pinterest when I have done a body positivity search simply says eat like you love yourself move like you love yourself speak like you love yourself act like you love yourself and that's the best of the top three that I read so far um, which makes me curious about whether I actually love myself. Isn't that strange? I, I'm 28 years old. I've got a master's degree. I have accomplished a lot of things in my life, albeit right now I um, am laid off from work. 
I've been in a relationship for almost 10 years now with literally the most amazing man I've ever met. I'm happy in my relationship. I'm happy with what I've accomplished. But do I love myself? Am I really putting this much weight, <laughs> no pun intended, on how my body looks you know I've considered myself a feminist for a long time but I've got to come to terms with the fact that I'm all talk that when it comes down to it I really do want to be thin but I'm paralyzed by this fear and this self-hatred of my own body When I was at uh, a more trim weight, I have this memory of being in the bathtub and looking at my legs that were as thin as they were for the first time in a long time. And there were definitions in the muscles. And, uh, and I just remember touching my own legs and thinking how beautiful they were. Almost like I was trying to memorize the way that they felt at that time in my life. And in fact, I can still remember how they felt. And now, having sat here for about an hour in this old chair, um, having been out of work for as long as I've been out of work. I feel like my muscles are going to atrophy if I don't do something. If I don't make a change. But um, I'm hesitant to do that because I'm afraid that I'm going to go back to my old ways. I'm afraid that being thin again and feeling those legs that I that I've memorized, that I've that I've idol, idealized um, is not going to equal loving myself. It's going to be creating this perception in my own mind that real women look a certain way and that's what I'd like to avoid boy did a pretty good job of bringing that back around didn't I all right well I'd like to say again that this would be a good opportunity in a podcast for a final advertisement if there's anyone out there that's willing to take a chance on me um I'll leave it at that good show see you next week (laughs) 